Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. We should actually just start with a siren. Okay, do it. The sound of a siren. No, no, the actual, I'll put in a sound effect. I've been told that's not what it sounds like in America. Okay, I don't think that's it either. Hello and welcome to Not Without My Sister. <laughs> we are here in Fort Wayne, in the house, with the heating on absolute max because it's freezing and snowing outside, but I'm sweating profusely now. And my feet are still like ice cubes. Are they? Mm-hmm. Should put on a pair of socks? Maybe if somebody would give me some. Do you want me to go get you a pair of no, warm thanks, socks? I'm fine, thanks. I hate socks. I don't like my feet. What? I don't like feeling claustrophobic on my feet. I don't like wearing socks. What about gloves? I don't mind gloves. That's weird. That's why I don't like nail varnish sometimes, but not today. Looks nice, right? It does look nice. Yeah, lovely. Well done. I think you gave that to me for Christmas. Gel, oh. gel effect nail varnish. Did you give me that in a little kit? I think you did. No, no I think that might have been Santa. Mm. It's nice, right? It is very lovely. Yeah, well done. Today we thought we'd talk about brushes with the law or brushes with basically times we almost or did get in trouble. Brushes with authority. Is that just the wind? That's just the wind, yeah. Our houses are very flimsy. I actually was thinking about that the other day when I was thinking about how long it takes to build a house in Ireland versus how these houses pop up left, right and centre in Fort Wayne. It's because they're basically made of like cardboard. It's like a little flattened Barbie house and you just like pop it up. Is that true? Are you sure that they're not like that in Ireland too? I'm pretty sure in Ireland houses have like brick and stone. We can ask dad, but the ones here seem to be all made on a frame, like a wooden frame and then plasterboard no I think I, but I've seen houses being built in Ireland I've seen a lot of bricks I'm sure it just depends dad was only talking the other day about how you can buy this prefabricated house in Germany in Germany as he likes to call it in Germany but he says they're very good and I was thinking I would buy one but he, anyway yeah anyway oh my god sorry speaking of Ireland before we get into it I shared something to say that was so you know these videos you see of these singers right where they're sitting in the front of their car and there's this young guy and, and he's sitting in the front of his car and he says to his friend like do you ever like, do you ever really regret something? And the friend goes, huh? And then he puts, starts, presses play and starts lip syncing along to his own song, right? And it's like, how do I say I'm sorry? So, and, and the guy beside him is looking like, wow, this is really profound. You have an amazing voice. I was like, can you imagine an Irish lad getting in the car and being like, 
hey, listen to this now, and playing his own music, and then lip-syncing along to it, and his mate would just get out, or would rip the piss out of him forever, and somebody wrote back to me and said, I don't know, I feel like Irish lads nowadays might be okay with that. I was about to say, Rosemary, I think you've been out of Ireland too long. What's happened? Rosemary, Eddie, social media is what happened. People are willing to do anything for social media. I, I blame the talk talk. What were we watching? What, what, what happened in... Um, what movie did what happened in Wonkum? We were like, as if what was it? Sorry, it was his Irish mom. That's oh, what it was. was. The mom. The mom was inexplicably oh. meant to be Irish and also inexplicably not an Irish actor. Her accent was terrible. And she then, was your one who won an Oscar for um, Guillermo del Toro's The Shape of Water or whatever it's called. Did she? Yeah, yeah, she's British. And she's a, she's a very good actor. What? No, but no, like, no. She, yes, she is very good, but her Irish accent was not But good. there's an abundance of Irish actors available for work. Uh, why? And, and her Irish accent was like this. It was all dark and flat. And but it was also, oh yeah, there was something that um, she signed a note to him and she wrote Mama. Oh yeah. M-O-M-M-A. Yeah, was that was it. We were like, that would never happen. Yeah, that was it. We were both like, as if, now I know she's not Irish. But sorry, also very, she's, very blow, very she's blowing a kiss to him at one point and you're like, no oh. Irish mommy in public. Oh no, she, she, no, no, he blew a kiss to her and she grabbed the kiss and pulled it to her chest. Oh, I yeah. don't think so. <laughs> Irish moms go like, yeah, thanks. Keep that for later. Okay, tell me sometimes you almost got in trouble. Like I never right did, now with so me. I think this whole episode is going to be all about you. <laughs> I never got into trouble. I told you my tie was dead tight around my neck. Did you, my did shirt was fully buttoned up. Did you never get detention or anything in school? I never got detention. You're having a laugh? Never. Why would I get detention? Why would I get detention? I never did anything bold except that, except in home economics, which now well, every time my dishwasher breaks or my washing machine breaks, I'm you like, why didn't, your boldness. why didn't I study that diagram of the inner workings of the dishwasher? <laughs> That was the washing machine and the washing machine. Um, no, I literally was like, "These, this is the most fucking stupid, useless class ever." Like, as if, but also like, it is stupid. I don't need to memorize the inside workings of a nineteen ninety two dishwasher that, by the time I have a dishwasher of my own, will be entirely defunct and comes with not only comes with a manual, but now nowadays, as we couldn't even have imagined, the manual is available online, even if you've mislaid it. Along with many, many YouTube videos of other people doing things that never work for you me. You make a strong and compelling argument for ignoring all home economics lessons. Thank well you. done. I did enjoy making profiteroles, though. Profiteroles? They just seem ridiculous. for Like, that's not a practical skill. Profiteroles. Was, yeah, well, we were learning how to make shoe pastry. Oh, my God. Mom will never get over. Do you remember the, the housemaid I had for a while who promised to make a croque en bouche for my birthday? And then did, I mean, he was like really busy at work or something and couldn't in the end. And I didn't mind. But mom was like, I can't believe he said he'd make you that croque en bouche. Sorry, was he a chef? <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. She wasn't just like randomly working in finance, making you a croque en bouche. But sorry, you were randomly a secondary school student making profiteroles. There's only one step past profiteroles to make a croque en bouche. I have to, to say. them in a I pyramid. Think, I think profiteroles could also be um, confidence enhancing. Because now like the fact that I made shoe pastry squirted them inside with cream and then covered them, drizzled them with, with chocolate. That sounds like your worst nightmare, actually. No, absolutely Squirted delicious. them inside with cream. Gave me a lot of confidence, you know. I can do this. You know what I was thinking yesterday? Do you remember I said the other day that I thought that I could have been Jennifer Lawrence if you hadn't ruined my life by slagging me off nonstop? It's not quite I actually realised I'm more like J-Lo, having watched that trailer for her new movie, because J-Lo is also obsessed with having a boyfriend. 
We Sorry. have that in common. You're more like Melissa McCarthy, also obsessed with having a boyfriend, but really, really funny at the same time. <laughs> And curly haired. I rest my case. <laughs> really, really, really funny. How, anyway. Back. Married to the man of her dreams. Who? Her husband. <laughs> I don't know what his name is. I think he's a comedian too. <laughs> yeah, you're not J-Lo. You would never marry Ben Affleck. Absolute. Sa- oh, you look like you might marry him. Beatrice, I fancied Timothy Chalamet in Wonka. I would literally <laughs> marry anyone. He's so grumpy and he's always smoking. Oh, you, you love smoking. I thought you meant Timothy Chalamet is very grumpy. I was like, no. he doesn't seem grumpy at all. No. I do love smoking. How could a twig boy be grumpy? He is you so skinny. Pixie. <laughs> yeah, how could a, a pixie, pixie be grumpy? When he was an elf, when he was, when he was milking that giraffe, I was literally <laughs> like, he is the tiniest, twiggiest thing I've ever seen in my I life. I have to admit, the giraffe milking did kind of kill my wide on, so... I know you that love that expression. expression. You love it so oh, but much. But you would also hate that. You hate hanging out with boys who are like tinier than you. No, I don't. I've hung out with many boys who are tinier than me. No, dating them though. I've dated many you boys who are tinier than me. You always complained about it. I mean, I always thought to myself, wouldn't it be nice to have a man who made me feel smaller? But That's my point. Timothy Chalamet would be the opposite. He'd be like dating your index yeah, finger. Yeah, but he'd be a millionaire, Beatrice. Oh yeah, okay. That makes up for some of it. It makes up for a lot of it. Anyway, back to getting in trouble. This started because we were talking about the one time in school that I got a detention, although not the one time that I got in trouble, but this is the one time that I actually got a detention was. Sorry, I'd like to put a disclaimer in here. Money is actually not everything. I would not just date my index finger if my index finger was a millionaire. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean, Beatrice, but like if we're being shallow and saying I wouldn't date him because he's small, we could also be shallow and no. say... Not because he's small. No, because, because he's tiny. Because he's much smaller than... Smaller, smaller no, than he's me. a very handsome man, etc. I'm just saying, in the past, it has bothered you. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I could get over that one shallow aspect of my personality for a different shallow aspect of my personality, which okay. would compensate in the other direction. Right. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Anyway. That's nice of you. Thanks. We're talking about getting in trouble because one day in school, I think it was in about fifth year, one of our teachers was off sick and we had a had a replacement what's the substitute? substitute yeah we had a substitute teacher and I had gone out to go to the bathroom and while I was on my way to the bathroom I bumped into our music teacher who had said to me something like you know have you practiced more for your leaving I was supposed to be doing piano and singing for my leaving but then when it got closer to it she decided my piano wasn't good enough so I just had to sing which and then you get judged more harshly if you only have one instrument I don't understand what this is all about what are you talking about doing piano for your leaving I'm getting to the point of me no, getting no, in trouble sorry, no no sorry I don't understand like music music wasn't even a subject for me Oh, yeah, I, I didn't. I, I thought you just didn't choose to do music for your leaving. Do you remember you have a choice? No, you I did art, you did art and I woodwork. I do remember a choice. I don't think music was an option for me at the time. I think it was, and you just chose to I'm do engineering, sh- didn't I, you? I did not choose to do a fucking engineering. I'm pretty sure that I chose so to do angry. engineering, and I didn't. That was, in, that was um, for my junior cert, and I didn't. I got kicked. I got the short straw, and I, like literally picked the short straw out of Mr. Oh, yeah. Sm- little Mr. Walsh's hand. Right. And was kicked out of the class into technical drawing. Sorry that this isn't just another slag about somebody being small. There were two Mr. Walsh's yeah. in our school. One was exceptionally tall. So it was like big Mr. Walsh and little Mr. Yeah. Walsh, just to little clarify Walsh, for everyone. Yeah. Um, so what subjects did you do for your leaving? I did art. Mm-hmm. Did you do a science I subject? I did home economics. Okay, but did you do a science subject? No, I didn't. And w- what language did you do? German? Uh, German, yeah. Because I did art... No, I didn't do art for my leaving, did I? I did music. 
You didn't do art? For my leaving, I don't think I did. Oh, no, I did. Art, music, biology, and French. Biology? You? And English, Irish, and maths. <laughs> did you do physics? No, I just said to you I didn't do a science subject. Okay, so, but, but you did English, Irish, maths, German, mm-hmm. and then three more subjects. So what were they? Art. Remember Latin. Home ec. You didn't do Latin. I can't remember. What else? I can't remember. Sure you didn't do music? Absolutely positive. Anyway, we, we had to do a practical portion of our exams. And I was told that my piano wasn't good enough in the end. But anyway, this was before I was told my piano wasn't good enough and I had to practice piano more. piano wasn't good enough? That's hurtful. I know. But your piano would have been good enough, wouldn't it? Well, apparently not. Mm. So I was in the hall, bumped into the music teacher. And she asked if I'd been practicing my piano. And I was like, no. And she said, well, what are you doing now? And I said, well, I have a free period because I have a sub. And she said, why don't you come and practice now, right? And afterwards, it turned out that she apparently thought that I had permission to come and practice my piano, even though at no point had I gone back to the class to say, hey, can I go and practice my piano? And I Telepathic assumed... Telepathic permission, Rosemary. Yeah, and I assumed that because the teacher had told me, come in and practice your piano, that was as good a permission. In the meantime, poor Mrs. Thornton, our substitute teacher, was back in the class going, where's Rosemary? She's died. Somebody <laughs> go and check. And they couldn't find me. And then when I eventually came back at the end of that class to get my stuff, I basically got an absolute bollocking, as and they detention. say. And then subsequently got detention. And how many and times I was in, in your life did you get detention? Only once. Oh, only once. No, no, but there was, sorry, there were a lot of times where I got threatened with detention because then I had that boyfriend, remember? And I used to go home to his, to his, I used to go home to his house at lunchtime and then come back late to school and I would get in big trouble for being late back from lunch. But it was kind of stupid. We only had 40 minutes. And they'd be like, you can go down the village. But you'd be legging it back. I don't know. Dad and I were talking this morning saying, do you know what? Like, I can't imagine, I mean... Last week when we were doing remote learning, Nash turned up seven minutes to his own class in his, in the sitting room, seven minutes late, right? And I was like, and I literally was saying to him, like, Nash, your class is starting, your class is starting. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine, so it's fine, I'm coming, it's fine, I'm coming, it hasn't started yet. I'm like, it starts at 9.30, like, you need to be on your class, you know? And then he turns up late, the teacher's like, you're late. So he gets a tardy, three tardies they get attention. Mm-hmm. And I was just saying to dad this morning, like, you can understand, like, how annoying it must be how you must, as a teacher, just run out of patience. And oh, Dad said, I know. And Dad said, honestly, having just spent the last four weeks with your children, I could understand how teach, some teachers end up just being very cranky. And I was like, mm-hmm. Surprising statements from Dad. Yes, but you really could. Like, you just, you'd lose. We were talking about as well, like, when we first went to the orientation night this year, um, one of the teachers said, like, Mom was there and she was absolutely shocked. She was shocked with the entire like fanciness of the whole get up, like this massive library with all these computers and multiple copies of every book. Oh, which also gave that her, is impressive. Yeah, well, like there were like six or seven copies of every single book in the library, right? Oh, hi, Mel. Thanks for coming back. Come on, lie on me. Just, Mel needs to just go on a bit of a diet. Mel is you. on a diet. He's having a very hard time oh, with he? it. He's yeah, got a bit of a like. I know, pooch. Droopy pooch there, yeah. He's got a very droopy pooch. Anyway, um, one of the teachers stood up like they were all like oh we're so excited you know so excited for the year ahead excited to you know grow these little minds etc and one of the teachers stood up and said like no matter what happens when your child tells you homework's done it probably isn't your child is probably lying when your child tells you things have been submitted on the ipad they probably haven't (laughs) double check we often get blank submissions just so they can tell their parents they have made submissions go into the file and check that the work is done they are lying to you if you think they're telling you the truth they are lying to you and mom and i were like my God, that's desperate. And this morning, Dad and I were talking about, like, the use of the word lying just felt very harsh mm-hmm. as well because you and I were brought up. Yeah, yeah, there's like, li- don't call someone a liar. The word that's lie. Terrible. But, like, lying is also different to they told a fib, they didn't yeah. tell the truth. Like, yeah. to lie, as Father said, 
to lie is always a mortal sin, right? So it could, I think it has, but it has its foundations in that, like that yeah. a lie is a mortal sin. Like the person who tells a lie, like there's an evil intent behind it versus just don't want to do my homework and I'm 12, yeah. you know? Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I mean, but as a, as a teacher, you can understand how you're just like, I don't give a crap about any of your excuses. I've heard it all before. Like you're getting a detention. Yeah, I just don't understand how, genuinely don't understand how anybody could be a secondary school teacher. I'd say it is such a difficult, thankless job, honestly. Because like at least with elementary, like with, with baby infants or like primary school students, I know he's very annoying, isn't he? The cat has now chosen to sit next to Beatrice's feet, which is not where she wants him. Um, but I can understand it. Like with primary school, you know, they're funny and they have their moments of like being so cute and adorable. I don't feel like secondary school students are ever really cute and adorable. I don't, I'd say they're actually gas, but they're also really cheeky and they're almost the same height as you, if not taller. And intimidating. I yeah. honestly find groups, I even find Nash, when when Nash and CJ, his, his friend, get together now, I do get, I kind of like find them a bit intimidating in the same way that I find like all groups of young boys and actually young girls, like like preteens and teenage groups of kids, I find very intimidating. Well, I just, just find... Just I always think they're slagging me. I was about to say, I just find that I feel exceptionally uncool. Yeah, I feel like a loser. And I, yeah. I, that's a strongly not nice feeling. Yeah, I feel like a total <laughs> loser and a nerd. Even yeah. when I know that what I'm saying is accurate and factual and I know. correct. I know, I was saying this. Well, that's, that's the nerd in you. I'm, I'm being accurate and factual <laughs> and correct. <laughs> On my way home the other day, I was saying to Brandon, I was like, I'm 38 years old. like, And I literally am like, when, when these kids slag me off, I'm like, shit up. You know what I mean? My head, leave me alone. Well, so, well, dad is 76 and when they slag him off, he gets he starts slagging them back, like which is even worse. You think I'm an idiot? You're an idiot. I'm like, dad, we don't like, I realize they're calling us names, but we have to not call them names because we're setting the example. I know. Sometimes when, when the kids make faces at me, like when they'll kind of go, mm, like make a real bold face, I'll find myself going, mm, and then I'm like, stop, stop. You're supposed to be rising above, rise above. Yeah. Anyway, so that was the time that I got detention in school. And then all the other times that I got in trouble for coming back late. And then actually the same teacher, our, our year head, who basically kept giving out to me for coming back late at lunch, said to me at one point that like I was going to be really sorry when my leaving cert results came out and, you know, I didn't get what I wanted. And, I, you know, this is really going to affect my future, blah, blah, blah. And then the day that we went down to get our leaving cert results and I did quite well, I remember him <laughs> coming up to me and going, well, are you surprised? And I was like, no. Like, you're surprised. I'm, I always knew I was clever. I'm, I was just being a brat. I was but like, clever. Oh my God, you sound like such a knob. And um, like, we've already gone over this, Beatrice. I am a knob. Well, mom and dad were only talking about how you checked out in sixth class and how you became sixth a class. Des- it sixth was fourth year. year. Sorry, sixth it was year. After, it was fifth year. It was after fourth no, year. No, they were just saying sixth year with you was really a challenge. You were really difficult and you didn't want, you didn't want to do a thing after transition year. Basically, mm. after the teachers treat you with a bit of respect, I didn't want to go back. Yeah. No, it wasn't even that. It was then I was saying, I don't understand how the teachers could treat you like one, like an adult and, you know, have good banter and then suddenly go back to treating you like an mm-hmm. absolute Egypt. But I mean, I had the exact same experience. I think they weren't, they themselves didn't really understand how to incorporate transition year into the yeah. program at that point. Like it, what they did a great job, but they could have taken all the benefits of that and then extended them into fifth and sixth year. Mm-hmm. And instead it was like, it was almost like, this is a year out for everybody, teachers included. But yeah. like, it shouldn't have been. Yeah, I mean, and, and there was there was way too much freedom. I Like, it was lo- it was really nice, right? That so you got to be treated like a, a human. And stuff like in transition year, which I think was a big mistake, <laughs> we were allowed to just go to the bathroom whenever we wanted. No, right? I'm saying they should have taken that and extended it into fifth and sixth year because there was yes. no disadvantage. Everybody benefited from doing transition year, from being treated yeah. like with respect. But As an equal, There was yeah. nothing... Not even an equal. We still knew they were the teachers. Yeah, you know, no, they I were know. still yeah, in yeah. charge. But I don't know why they couldn't extend that then 
further? Well, I just feel like it was different because in, in our transition year, there were 20 of us. And in our year, there were 120. So... Yeah, but in a class, there were 30. And like, so what? So what? So you stand up and go to the toilet. Nobody abused it. It's like companies that have endless holiday leave. They actually find that people take fewer vacation Yeah, but days. they were obviously afraid that people would abuse it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So that was the thing. But yeah, I think in fifth and sixth year, they should have extended stuff like that. And I remember, I've talked about this before, I think on the podcast. After transition year, I remember in fifth year, one day I was walking down the hall and this teacher stopped me and said hey rosemary pick that up and it was a tissue on the floor i've told you this something and i went oh i didn't drop that and like this is what i said to the kids as well i didn't ask you you dropped it i you know i asked you to pick it up and i was like i'm i'm not picking up somebody else's tissue and she was like pick it up and i was like no and we had this big standoff actually i probably should have got detention for that as well but i think she just eventually gave up (laughs) but i was just like i'm not like what's gross why would i pick yeah Yeah. so gross like why would i pick that up like get somebody with a glove and they can pick yeah, it up. Yeah, Happy to pick up a piece of paper. I'm not picking up somebody's used yeah. tissue. No thanks. And also happy to pick up my own tissue. But like, gross. And why me? Why Why am I being picked out of this hallway full of students to pick up this fucking dirty tissue? you look like somebody who probably did drop it. No, I think they all, I mean, I've talked about this as well. You used to have a desperate runny nose. Do you remember that? I did, but in fifth and sixth <laughs> year, fifth and sixth year, I think that they all decided that I needed to be taken down a peg or two. You probably did. You? Do you think? I'm so glad. You know what? At the time, I was really sorry that I was like, I wish Beatrice was still in school, still in secondary when I was there. I wish Beatrice was here. And now, I'm fucking glad because you'd be like, she does need to be taken down a peg or two, a peg or two, Miss Pierce. I would have been like, she she got in detention. We're like, no sister of mine. (laughs) (laughs) Every time you saw me, you'd be like, tighten that tie. Oh yeah, 100%. I would have been looking (laughs) up from my Bronte, my Bronte uh, encyclopedia. Wherefore, with a ghost thou, sister? Can you imagine? Absolute dweebsville here. <laughs> but you remember there was the other time, I think it was this was in like second or third year when I was down in Rathco Park drinking with a few, I don't even know who it was. And like by, when I say drinking, there was like six of us and we probably had two cans of Bulmers. So it was like very oh, tame. Bulmers. Yeah, oh. it was something. Or it, it was, yeah, it was Bulmers. Or else it was, um, God. What was that book fast? It was one like of the two of those gross. And we got caught by the guards. What the <laughs> bad luck. <laughs> terrible look and they called mom and dad and I was convinced I was going to get arrested <laughs> but mom and dad had to come and get me I don't know actually I've never Ooh. talked to them about their memory of that we last when we go downstairs yeah. now would you get in trouble I'm sure I did but like I don't remember what trouble but like actually would you imagine being a guard as well and being like oh these oh, kids with these imagine? two cans of fucking bombers <laughs> no do you know what they take it they don't go they're not like throw, they're, oh, like, they're more like they're very joyless these kids yeah with these two cans of bombers the, the disgrace we have real yeah. crime to be dealing with no doubt they have another 4,000 around the corner <laughs> this is the tip of the iceberg <laughs> I'm trying to remember though, was there, was there ever any times at work or anything that I got like, you know, rep? Well, yeah, you got given out for wearing those leggings that time. Do you well, I was just about to say in that job, but like that was different because I had a boss who just, that was like my boss. I remember on the first day I was sitting down at my desk and I all of a sudden heard Rosemary from like down the corridor and I was like, what the fuck? And they were like, oh, the boss wants you. And I was like, excuse me? And the boss was in their office just screaming, like would just scream somebody's name, like three offices away and you'd hear them. And I remember sitting at my desk and being like, well, they can come out and ask for me or they can call me. Like they, they can call me on my phone and they can come and ask me, but I'm not coming because I'm being screamed at like a dog. And then, of course, oh. about two minutes later, I was like, fine. Oh, no, I totally went to And I toddled in. Cold for. But like I used to go into their office and they'd go, what the fuck is this? And show you like an invoice on the table and you'd go, that's an invoice why is it for this amount? And you'd go, because you said, you you know, you approved that. I fucking didn't. And you'd be like, no, you did last Tuesday. I have the email. They'd go, fine, get out. 
this was literally the way you were talked to the whole fucking time. So it wasn't that I was in trouble, but you always felt like you were in trouble. No, it's just totally disrespectful. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Actful. Um. I'm trying to think. I did get in trouble one time for gossiping at work. <laughs> did you? Gossiping? Yeah, well, we were at a party with, like, all the bosses. And a friend and I stayed, like, really late. You'd be surprised to hear. And we were all having chats. But as it turns out, the person with whom we were having chats then went back to my <gasps> boss and said, this was the conversation we had last night, blah, blah, blah. Why yeah. are people such arseholes? Yeah. Like there were only three, or f- there were four of us. One of them was my very good friend and, and she and I got called into the boss's office then. Um, and like you're literally like... you never told me this. Oh, but you're literally also going like, I, you know what I mean? What a sap. Your woman like was clearly the only other person there was in the conversation and obviously is now like wiping their own hands clean. But also, I just find that so annoying that I'm like, if you're in a conversation like that and you think to yourself, this isn't appropriate, just say, hey guys, I don't think we should really be talking about this. And then and then you know, we'll talk about this later amongst ourselves. Yeah, exactly, you know what I mean? right? Exactly. So anyway, so my boss sits me down and goes, uh, Beatrice, I heard that this conversation was had last night. And I was like, oh, well, there's actually no point in denying any of this, right? And they went... And like, that's just really unprofessional. And, you know, that's not the kind of conversation I want. I mean, fair enough. Right. Mm-hmm. And I went, all right, fair enough. Sorry about that. You know, won't do it again. Yeah. So mortified though. Like I was so mortified, but there was truly like zero comeback. Yeah. yeah. All you could do was just say sorry. Like there was no, po- I mean, there was no point in even saying, well, what did you hear? And like, well, I didn't say that. Yeah, you know, yeah. It was just well, like, I actually okay, said sorry. it like this and I actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, because the thing was like, it had been really bitchy. But I mean, it was bitchy, like highly entertaining, you know, like, <laughs> 
but you know what I mean? That's what we were all <laughs> well, that having. Makes it fine. No, we were all laughing no, our know, heads off. Like I it know. wasn't intended as super nasty, but like of course it was. But it wasn't super nice either. You know what? I also feel like that's a slight cultural difference in that I like a friend of mine was recently talking about kind of office gossip and basically going oh this happened like this person said this in my office and they said this and this person handed in their notice and and the director told this other person and I remember them talking about it and being like it was really unprofessional and I was like oh that's just normal like that's just like office gossip like guess who guess who left and guess who's a guess who got a promotion and guess who's going for that job and they were like no no that's really unprofessional to talk about at work and I was like I think that's totally like I've never been in a job where we wouldn't have those kinds of conversations. Yeah, but I you think, know what I mean. Yeah, but I think like your boss, theoretically, like the bosses are supposed to not engage in gossip, are not supposed to have favorites, are not supposed. Oh, I get to, you. Okay, okay. You know, so this was my boss. Like this was my senior boss, boss. Like this wasn't yeah, yeah. my direct boss. This was a boss several levels above me. That this was like the boss with whom the book stopped. Who this was the one who called you in, oh in and said, like, I heard this conversation and I was just... Did you just want to die? Mortified. But then I also went to my office and I was like, fuck that other person. Oh, you know? 100%. I was literally like that. I was like, that person, I'm going to fucking never speak to them again. I'm going to never... I t- every time I'd see them, I'd forget. And then afterwards, <laughs> I'd be like, fuck. I'm supposed to never be speaking to that person or civil to that person or like... I'm just supposed to like keep a super cool, icy, cool demeanor in front of that person that I'd fucking forget every single time. I was so raging with myself. I actually got in trouble at a job once as well for I was told that I was that I was being really intimidating to one of the younger staff members. This is when I worked in a music shop in Galway and they were basically like I think they said and I remember this just things were so weird. They were like she finds it really intimidating when you sing along to the music. <laughs> and like I wouldn't be like doing a karaoke job when there were customers but, but, but if there's nobody there and we were playing Britney or whatever I'd be singing you know me sing along while you're stocking the shelves or while you're doing whatever like it's hard not to you know it's hard it not to sing along. Rosemary, it sounds inappropriate of you. You should have shut your mouth and just been really quiet going well, about your job. Well, apparently. Apparently. And I just was like... I, but I was also annoyed because I was going, if you... You know, if if that, if you find that distracting or annoying, whatever, just be normal and say it to me. But hey, also... shut up. I'm trying to do this. You know sorry, what I mean? Like, you're in a fucking music shop. I know. I just thought I was in Empire Records. And yeah, I was like, yeah. it's criminal. There <laughs> ought to be a law. Whereas they were obviously like, we're, we're serious. Um, I also got told I was intimidating. I had an intimidating face and I needed to smile more. That's really hard. I'm just uh, not a natural smiler. It's also smiler. really sexist. Who would say that to a man? Sorry, Good sorry, point. man. Your face isn't smiley enough. You're not coming across as approachable enough. No, they totally wouldn't. And and also imagine, like nobody would ever say, oh, I find him intimidating as an insult. It'd be like, God, he's really intimidating. Isn't he like, it'd be like, that's so impressive how intimidating he is. I was told, though I was told, you're intimidating the way you look at people. I was like, I'm just fucking looking at them like, sorry, sorry that you don't want to be looked at. Back to school. I had a teacher at school who every single time I had a class, there would be like, stop looking at me like that. What? I'd be going, what? And they'd be like, like, Rosemary, I could see your face. You know, and I'm like, I, this is just my face. I'm looking at you like I'm going, oh, she's writing this on the board. I'm writing it down. I just have a very judgmental face. <laughs> Judge, judges with face. That's, that's me. Like, I just, that's just what I look like. And I used to get really annoyed. I'd be like, I'm not looking at you like, but. But then also I'd look annoyed. You know what I mean? I'd be like, I'm not looking at you like anything. She'd be like, like that. I'm like, but now I'm getting annoyed. And actually, another job I had <laughs> in one, now it's all coming back to me. In one of my, one of my, um, what do they call like feedback meetings? You know, like, like yeah, review. reviews. Yeah, yeah. One of my reviews. I remember my boss saying to me, you don't take criticism very well. You always look really annoyed. And I was like, but you can be annoyed. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not annoyed with you. I'm just annoyed because I'm like, it's annoying that I'm not getting that or it's annoying that I'm doing that wrong. Or it's annoying I disagree. 
Like you're allowed to disagree with feedback. Well, no, also. I mean, in these instances, I wasn't actually disagreeing because this was very early in my career when I just started and they'd come over and they'd go, you know, like we like the work you did here, but actually this doesn't work with this. And here's why we do this headline this way. And I'd be kind of going, oh, right. And I'd, I'd be annoyed that I got it wrong, but I genuinely wasn't disagreeing with them. I was going, oh, okay, that's because I thought, obviously I was like, I'm going to do a great job. And then when I felt like I wasn't doing a great job, I would find that annoying. Can I give you some feedback? What? You're looking really annoyed right now, actually. I don't think you do like feedback. I don't think you'd like feedback. I always generously, out of the kindness of my heart, offering to give you feedback on things. I have to say, I don't think you're usually very happy when I offer that. I'm going to do a poll on our Instagram <laughs> and I'm going to find out. Does anybody like getting, quote unquote, feedback from their older siblings? Well, no, no, let's put it this way. People who are self-employed, who don't have the opportunity to have reviews or feedback from other people. Except bitchy people on top. Maybe people are self-employed because they don't want to get fucking oh, that's, feedback. Oh, that's possible. But <laughs> I would imagine that most people would like to improve and do better. And so, to put that in the poll. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the face you gave that teacher? <laughs> <laughs> You're so annoying. I just, I don't know anybody who would take, would like, would, would, Re- receive unsolicited feedback and but be about like their work Great. not about their personalities like about my their work, work is my personality it isn't I take feedback if I do a painting I'll say what do you think of that and I'm genuinely saying give me some feedback yeah but I don't say what do you think that's the difference I haven't solicited okay, the feedback okay well say I just look at you with eyes that plaintively suggest that's what your eyes are always suggesting to me give me <laughs> feedback <laughs> <laughs> alright when else did you get in trouble I could see now I'm seeing some of it come to life alright when else did you get in trouble? In school? What about with mom and dad? Did you ever get into big trouble with mom and dad? I got into major trouble with dad once when I was at a friend's house in Nace and I had just gotten my car. Like, I'd just gotten my license and stuff. And I was using it to drive around and, like, hang out in people's houses. And I was in a friend's house. So this boy who, like, I actually didn't fancy, but similar to you, I was like, maybe something's going to happen. I didn't really fancy. He was a friend of mine. But it was kind of on that, like, does he fancy me? Absolutely didn't fancy me whatsoever. And I actually didn't fancy him either. But I was convinced, starting to work up to, like, convincing myself, I have a car now, maybe I could fancy him. Right? <laughs> Go on. And I was in his house, and I'd said I'd be home by 10. And I think it was, like, 1 o'clock. I think <gasps> his parents weren't there. And I never texted mom or dad to say, I would, with my phone died. Three hours late? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... You finally, couldn't have called him on the landline. This is outrageous. No, no. Finally, dad got a hold of me. I think I was like, oh, my... I think I didn't realize my phone was dead. I mean, dad will dad will tell us this, the real story. I got home and he was absolutely raging with me now. And I didn't realize now through the lens of parental lens, I can go, oh, he was just really worried and he loves me. But he displayed it as rage. Well, that reminds me now there were several times when my phone would die and dad would lose the head altogether and be basically (laughs) like, the only reason you have a phone is so that we can get, and if you can't be trusted to have a phone, then you just can't have a phone and you can't go out if you don't have a phone, basically. But you see, look how well that trained you because your phone is always alive now. But what did it do to you? Well, I don't think... I think the opposite effect. I think that like phones were too new back then for him to know. Like, you know, that was secondary school. Yeah, but Beatrice... Actually, I mustn't have had a phone. I only got a phone in college. So I didn't have a phone. Oh, so you just... So I obviously just didn't call them. (laughs) You absolute (laughs) arsehole. Can you imagine if you said to your kid who just had a who just just got a car like yeah. come home at ten and they didn't come home until one? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It was bad, right? You're lucky you weren't sent to the laundries. They were still active back then. No, they weren't. They the last one closed in Ireland in 1995. Rosemary, that would have been 1998. No, near enough, close enough. You're looking incredibly shocked. 
I'm not looking incredibly shocked. I'm annoyed with how old you think I am. I'm so, I've had this all fucking week from mom. Is this the, the intimidating face you made at work? <laughs> I've had this all week from mom. And then I said to mom yesterday, well, that's what happens when you're 80, mom. And she goes, how dare you? How dare you age me? And I was like, she does this to me on a daily basis. She's a hypocrite. Hypocrite, you're right. That's what it is. Uh, I'm trying. Oh yeah, there was another time that I got a letter sent home, but the stupid college. They had my dorm address as my address, if you know what I mean. So whenever there was a letter that really should have gone to mom and dad, it came to me. So if it was something that I felt like mom and dad shouldn't see, I just wouldn't give it to them. So what letter did you get? To say I'd missed too many classes and I was in danger of failing out of Italian because I kept staying home and playing Grand Theft Auto with my he- with my neighbours. Oh, with the neighbours, really you fancy? Yeah, absolute fucking dunce. I know it was oh the, the, those were the best weeks of college I had such a great time sitting over their apartment thinking they all fancied me did well you, thinking you they fancy might Italian? potentially all fancy me I mean sorry did you pass your Italian it, yeah yeah I did yeah what about I when pulled you pulled my socks up after what that what about when mom and dad had to drive down to the Gwailtuft <gasps> that was my fault <laughs> that was your fault that was not my fault of course it was your fault it was my fault for being too too kind and honest and nice I'll tell you what happened in the I was in the Gwailtuft from hell right it wasn't even in a Gwailtuft it was just in like Ballybunion or something in Kerry and they had a Gwaltuk so it wasn't set up like you didn't go and stay in people's houses it was in a big building a big dorm Much better it was awful why would you want to be in people's houses oh no I wouldn't want to be in people's houses this place just was awful anyway there was one day that we were all you know occasionally in between classes or in between whatever and then we used to make us run around the field in the rain god why did I even want to go to the Gwaltuk <laughs> they hated it anyway one of these days we were in an empty classroom we were all chatting in English, of course, which is what we all did when there were no Actual teachers around, thick. right? I, I know where the story's going, you're thick. Yeah, so anyway, a teacher came around the corner and went, Okay, translation. What's going on here? I hear English, who's speaking English, right? And came into the room, basically went off on one and was like, if you don't, you know, if people don't come forward, whoever was speaking English... You're all going to get in trouble. You, you Like, none of you will be able to go to the Cayley. None of you will be, like, all this. You know, like, basically, you're all going to be flogged if somebody doesn't come forward. So I went, okay, Grant, I was speaking English. And I was the Absolute only person. Idiot. Who are you speaking with yourself? Exactly. I was the only person in the entire room of, like, 30 of us. who kept, The rest of them just stayed silent. Bastards. Absolute pricks. So I then was marched off to the <laughs> genuinely terrifying principal of the Gwaltuk, <laughs> who, like, shouted at me and screamed. And I was crying and everything. Like... Like, Basie was like, you're a disgrace. I don't know why you came here. You're obviously not committed. Like, fucking, I was 13 or something, 12 or something. It's actually ridiculous. I know. Outrageous. Then what happens is they act like they haven't got phones. So they send a letter home to your parents. So you basically spend the next week terrified of this letter you're going to get back, basically going, you're dead. Everything you love is going to be taken from you when you get home, right? (laughs) So I was like in a state of high anxiety every single day waiting for the post. And then that weekend, mom and dad came down for they like were, the family no, visit. No, they were told to come down. For oh, were they? They were, it was, their presence was required for oh, the Jesus. severity of this. Five they, hours away. Yeah, they had to drive the, and they were raging with, but with the school. Yes, yeah. So they came down and I was like, honestly terrified that they were going to kill me. Not kill me, you know what I mean? But I was like, I'm going to be in so much trouble. And they, that was the, that was the moment that I truly fell in love with mom and dad. So they came down, they were only annoyed with him. So they're basically like, we taught, like, we taught our daughter to tell the truth and she told the truth and do you think she was speaking to herself? She was the only room, the, she was the only person in that room who came forward, blah, 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 you know, principles, principles, principles and I was feeling great. I was like, yeah, you are wrong but then your man just hated me for the next two weeks and was like giving me filthies all the time and like looking for any opportunity to give out to me. Do you know what I mean? And then at the end of the Gwaltuk, you got a grade and it was like, A was like, you did everything right and we'd welcome you back. B was like, you did everything right but you could have tried harder. C was like, you know, you had a few moments, but and D was like, "Do not come back," and I got a D. <laughs> you will not be welcome back to this girl. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. 
even if I had wanted to go back to that hellscape, I wouldn't have been allowed. <laughs> this feels like a common theme running. Highly principled uh, rebel. I wouldn't really say rebel. Mm. I kind of wanted to be a rebel, but I think I, like, yeah. Oh, and that was the same girl that where I got those tear off tracksuit bottoms ripped off me. Remember? <laughs> Sorry, highly self-righteous rebel. I prefer principled. I think think self-righteous. Parents are principled. You're self-righteous. You become principled as you become older. Because like you must have been so fucking annoying. Seriously. Oh, I say I was. Yeah, I'd say I was just always popping up with an opinion. Shut up. Yeah, and I'd say as well. I'd say as well because because one of my friends was in the room, and I remember afterwards being so annoyed and being like, "I can't believe that you didn't come forward and say that you were like, I'm the only person who has any principles. I'm the only person who tells the (laughs) truth." You know what I mean? (laughs) I'm sure I was insufferable. (laughs) You think that was in the past? So basically, we have no times that you ever got in trouble, ever, except for that one time really that you stayed don't. in a boy's house until 1 a.m. doing nothing. <laughs> really doing, probably, like, probably looking playing for our English or something. No <laughs> doubt. <laughs> Turn to page 422 of the dictionary. <laughs> so you were like, oh, look, I've, I've thought of a great, let's sing this in a round. <laughs> I swear to God, we were doing that. <laughs> oh god there was the other time although I didn't get in trouble for this that I told mom and dad I was going to the Iron Islands on a trip for the weekend in college and they gave me the money and I just spent it on Supermax probably do they know that I'm going to have to tell them that right they now they do know that although probably mom will pretend she doesn't I'm going to tell her now <laughs> thank you all so much for listening to Not Without My Sister we'd love to know when you got in trouble and if you went to that Gwail in Ballybunion solidarity did you love it and if you went to that Gwail the year that I was there was I as insufferable as we imagined <laughs> I was <laughs> and did you get an A Oh fuck! Did anybody else get a D? That's what I really want to know. It doesn't sound like it. Just you. And there were people there who were genuinely quite bold. D for dunce. D for don't confess. Go on to our Patreon, patreon.com slash not without my sister. Lots going on on Patreon. We're just talking about our exciting lives, and honestly, it's a non-stop thrill ride. Very cold, cold, cold thrill ride. Thanks for listening. To teach Atlas to say. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Not Without My Sister is recorded in studio in Fort Wayne by Don Kirkland, who also wrote our theme tune, and the original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 